Men's mental health matters. Live life with an outback mind. Yeah, thank you so much for joining in, guys. Episode 206 today. Now, uh, we're going to talk about uh, maximum output or maximum uh, results for minimum time today. Uh, what we can actually do if we've got a busy life to keep our bodies fit, to keep ourselves mentally strong, to find that balance where we're not just working and uh, not playing, being able to combine the lot. Uh, you know, it's really important for our physiology. We get stuck in the, in the grind of work, drink, uh, you know, go home, and just repeat. And uh, you know, it's not not great for us. It uh, it ends up catching up with us. We've got to have that balance. Our bodies are meant to move. Our minds are meant to be active, and not so much active all the time, but you know, active some of the time. And uh, and challenge, uh, you know, and uh, you know what we're going to talk about today. CrossFit is a great way to be able to combine uh, physical and mental well-being. Now, cross being able to use both sides of the body, uh, you know, I believe that's uh, fundamentally important for us to be able to have good brain health, to be able to uh, cross crawl, to do things um, that which combine, you know, our left and right side, to use both hemispheres, all that type of stuff. Uh, it's important. Now, if people are busy to be able to, you know, get the maximum out of their, their hour or whatever they've got to be able to, you know, help them physically and mentally. Um, that's why CrossFit is, a, is probably a great option for a lot of people. Um, whether you've got access to a CrossFit gym or whether you can do your own training, it's definitely worth exploring. So today's special guest, Sean O'Neill, owns an organisation called CrossFit CQ in Rockhampton, Queensland. Um, Sean's a, a country boy and uh, has been in the CrossFit game for a while um, throughout Gladstone and Rockhampton. And um, He's got a lot of wisdom to share just around his own journey, but also what CrossFit can, uh, CrossFit can do for us, uh, both for men and women. So I'm sure you're going to really enjoy this chat and uh, really encourage you to reach out to me. If you have any questions, uh, I can definitely put you on to Sean or just uh, make your own way to discovering CrossFit uh, just by some online education, just sort of finding out what it's about. So, you know, it's not about breaking records and being the best. And that's where I sort of come unstuck years ago. I sort of... <laughs> Wanted to uh, to perform too too much, but that really burnt me out. So um, you know, if just finding that balance is important. Um, you know, trying to get better and you know keep improving. I think that's um, a great way to uh, achieve longevity in this life and be able to stay physically and mentally well. And that's our birthright at the end of the day. So please uh, email with some feedback if you have some uh, to support at outbackmind.org or support at if you would like to help us out and uh, support the Outback Mind Foundation, I'd really appreciate that. Um, if you maybe would like to raise a um, uh, uh, or do a fundraiser in your community, uh, would be would be really beneficial to be able to help us do more work uh, to support men's mental health in regional Australia. Or if you'd like to make a donation, uh, just uh, go to the website outbackmind.org.au and you'll see some options. Uh, we don't get any real handouts or anything. We we do this on, on our own and we want to try and um, you know reach more people out there. So any support would be really appreciated. All right, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate uh, your feedback with this uh, chat with Sean and I. G'day, Sean. Hey, good day, Aaron. How you doing, mate? Yeah, very well, mate. Uh, you're about 200 k's north of me at the moment, and it's stinking hot here. So I reckon it's probably uh, pretty much the same up there. Yeah, 
Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's, it's very, very hot at the moment. The humidity is, uh, is taking up a, a level as well. Is it usually like this, um, you know, this time of year? Oh, mate, it's hard to sort of remember. I think it changes. I, uh, I'm not too much into the old um, debate about the climate, climate <laughs> debates, but um, I, I do think that it does change. Like throughout the years, you can have uh, severely hot ones and then you can have ones with plenty of rain or, or whatnot. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's Queensland for you, mate. It can change, can't it? So. It can. Now, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. So we're going to get into the CrossFit journey and that as we go, but um, your childhood, where were you born and raised? Yeah, yeah. so I uh, was born in Rockhampton, um, up here in central Queensland. Um, raised here, went to uh, primary school and stuff here. Um, completed high school at St. Brennan's College and then the Cathedral College. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, yeah, I spent my whole childhood here before I, uh, I moved away to play football. Whereabouts was that, mate, and what type of footy? Uh, it was rugby league. Yeah. And uh, I went down to Brizzy um, and, and played a few years down there with uh, East Tigers and uh, and then even spent uh, played a year over in England as well. So in, in, the, in the NRL, is that right, the East Tigers? No, no, no. no. The, uh, I was only young back then. It was just the, the, um, the Colts or under-19s into the Colts. Um, so, yeah, so all this... Uh, the stuff out of school, yep. and uh, and then yeah, went over to England and played in the National Conference League One over there. Mm, mate, you're only a little fella, and um, yeah, it's uh, for me coming from AFL country. Like it's really interesting to see when I watch rugby league. I see a lot of big guys getting about. I, I often wonder how the little boys go. What was it like for you? Yeah, mate. I uh, size has always been a, um, uh, a no, it's not a limitation, but it's always been something that I've uh, that I've dealt with. Uh, it's actually funny you say that because I moved from um, St. Bernard's College to CC um, because of that, um, mm. because uh, my size wasn't exactly what uh, they were looking for um, in that first 13. And uh, we had an opportunity, uh, a coach over at um, the TCC, they, uh, they didn't mind. And, and so, yeah, so I ended up changing um, in uh, year 12. Amazing, mate. It's interesting, uh, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, but, but guys your size were discriminated against uh, in professional sport, like, you know, in AFL, uh, you know, you had to be a certain size to get a game, probably similar to NRL to play at the top level, but also in, you know, police force and all that type of stuff, you know, there was all these minimum requirements which seem to have changed now, which is, I, I think is tremendous. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I, mean, I don't know if it's as much as a discrimination as it was that they were trying to look for a certain, um, uh, they were trying to create or create control the narrative or create um, a certain type of, of example player or or in, in the police force or something like that, a certain mm-hmm. type of physicality level. But it's definitely changing, I think. Um, that's also with society and people being able to um, develop their own skill sets and things like that. So... Yes, sure. diversity, it's very much a good thing. Yeah, I agree, mate. And, uh, you know, certainly, you know, you talk about mental health and, uh, you know, I, I don't believe that people that uh, may be a little bit disadvantaged uh, shouldn't be able to reach their potential. So it's good to see we've actually come a long way, you know, in um, in that space, that's for sure. Mate, um, so you've always been in um, into fitness by the sounds of it. Um, what was it like for you sort of coming through? Were you able to maintain that pretty much throughout your whole life? 
you're able to maintain a reasonable amount of fitness, you know, pretty much uh, your whole life up until now? Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, being involved in, in sports so heavily, heavily as a kid, um, I, uh, I, it was always something that I was doing. And um, when I came back from England, uh, I went back to football and, and playing in, uh, in Brisbane. And so what the contract was, was I wasn't going to get one. I was and all that sort of stuff. And I fell into CrossFit and, yeah, it really sort of hit the spot. And, um, and then since then, I've never looked back. Mm, what year was that, mate? Oh, uh, 2000 and I would like to say <laughs> 2008, 2009. Yeah, just when it was sort of starting to take off. Yeah, yeah, well, back then there was only uh, three CrossFit gyms in Australia. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think you and I have had the conversation. I was sort of hitting that mark around 2010 and uh, wasn't really a thing, so I never really pursued it. But um, I'm certainly, um, you know, more interested in it now. But um, mate, yeah, amazing. We'll, we'll talk about the journey in a minute. But um, with regards to, to your mental health, with regards to playing at a high level and uh, and sort of getting into into fitness and that, were you able to maintain good mental health, or did you have your ups and downs through through certain periods of your life? Oh, mate, definitely. I think um, I'm. Uh, I was very blessed. Uh, my parents um, had probably a really good balance of um, uh, strong um, uh, parenting and then also sort of nurturing parenting through my life. Yeah. Um, so uh, um, I had a, uh, as I said, I was sort of blessed in that respect. Um, and I just don't know, like somewhere along the way, I, I learned to uh, be able to deal with different situations um, and always try and find positives out of it. Mm. Um, so... A good example, like when I was uh, finishing school, like the, the setback to be told that, yeah, you're just not big enough, um, going into going, okay, well, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll have this opportunity over here and I'll attack that and, and see what comes from it was something that I was able to develop quite young and and then carry that on. Mm, that's awesome, um, But not to say that there aren't always those days and probably when we go to talk about the CrossFit or the business sort of thing is, is more so when... Uh, when those days that uh, that you're talking about, um, when they sort of come up, um, but yeah. Yeah, mate, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? And, and our default setting uh, will take us to the negative pretty much in, in a lot of lot of ways to protect us. We'll always sort of go to that negative mind and we can get stuck there really easily if we're not uh, not aware of that. So exactly with what you were, you, you were saying, to be able to sort of, you know, remain fairly positive but also to... To divert it when you're not feeling that well um, into some form of positivity, you know, what, what's this trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? All that type of stuff. I, I think it's a great way to actually look at um, a challenge or, a, you know, a financial problem or anything that um, might be ahead of you. If we sort of get into the negative uh, too easily, we can get stuck there and that, uh, that doesn't help anyone at the end of the day. Oh, 100%. Yeah, my business partner, he's a bit of a stat man and he, uh, he talks about there's a, there's a statistic like, you'll go towards the negative seven times over three or something like that. He has some statistic about it. Um, but, yeah, it's very much – it's very easy to, and I think more so now than than, uh, than in the past, social media and all that type of stuff um, engage or, or enhance that as well. So, um, so, yeah. Yeah, too many distractions, that's it. Mate, um, so with regards to CrossFit, when you got into it, what was it like for you? Did you find it challenging or did you find that you actually like were able to adapt to it pretty easily? 
Oh, man, I, uh, I, again, I was very lucky to have, um, oh, you'd probably say he's the godfather of CrossFit in Australia, um, but Matt Swift was my original coach, and uh, I tell people all the time, I walked into that gym, a, a young uh, a young man that had been playing football and, and thought he was uh, all that in a bag of chips, and I got humbled very, very quickly. So <laughs> You're pretty cocky. Yeah, so I, uh, I I distinctly remember uh, walking in there, and, and I came. I came from a football background, so um, I walked in there thinking that I knew what Olympic lifts were, like a power clean things like that. And uh, I was, uh, as I said, I was humbled pretty quickly when uh, he was like, "No, you stay in the PVC pipe." And there was a lady next to me doing like forty five kilos or something, and <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> It's all about getting the form right, mate. The ego will uh, will certainly trap you pretty quickly, and the, the body will uh, will suffer. So he did the right thing by trying to teach you. Oh, 100 percent. And it's uh, a lot of lessons like that that I sort of carry on now to to a lot of my coaching and things like that. But um, but yeah, look, it definitely wasn't easy. Um, the I don't think anyone um, ever just sort of walks into CrossFit and goes, oh, "I've got it all." Um, that's what I love about it, and. Mm. Um, and that, that holistic side is, I think, what sets it apart from from other sort of methodologies. Mm. The most important thing, I think, from this conversation uh, for people listening is progression, you know, be able to start where you're at. And it sounds like you had to start from the bottom up, you know. What was that like for you? And did you actually take it on board and, and sort of progress or did you want to get from the start to the finish line pretty quickly? Yeah, no, uh, again, as I said, like... Um, uh, I have uh, have so much gratitude for the people that were involved in uh, my journey early on um, because that was sort of instilled really quickly. It was about the journey and about progression, and and it wasn't a sh- it wasn't a sprint. It was a, a marathon and something that sort of you always went through and and whatnot. So yeah, as I said, yeah, very blessed, and and it's how I sort of approach everything in life really because. Uh, um, a, a mentor of mine once said, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm. Um, so whether that's physical, mental, emotional, um, yeah, growth is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And, you know, I, I before we sort of get to, uh, um, you know, the progression with regards to, you know, your clients and so forth, um, you know, you having that experience to be able to mentor and teach them with some compassion is really important. My experience was, you know, back in the day with a lot of strength and conditioning coaches and that they were very hard and too hard and that that scared people off. You know, you go back to the boot camp days and they were expected to go from zero to 100 mile an hour straight away. And, you know, I just don't think that's the right approach. You've got to be able to meet people where they're at. Yeah, it's funny you say My first job uh, when I had just done my third three and four in fitness was I was working at Boot Camps Australia. Um, that was a long long time ago then yeah mate oh for sure but you know that that's the thing like you know and people that aren't aren't feeling great they want to get fit really quickly um just to be able to uh, you know have a have a good mentor and a good coach that can actually like guide them through progression and just show them you know these little small achievable results uh, or goals that they can they can work towards i think it's really important you know and um, it's a beautiful thing to be able to watch your body change over, you know, a month, three months, six months and beyond that, you know, and um, just not being in a hurry, I think, is the most important thing, but also the biggest trap that people can fall into because they want the results really quickly. Oh, definitely, that, that sets you up for success when you're able to measure 
um, or manage expectation um, and you're able to measure the progression um, is uh, is really what sets people up for success and mm. it's something that CrossFit does quite well. Mm, yeah, I, I think, yeah, certainly, um, you know, since 2008 or nine when you got into it, there's been a huge... Uh, I, I suppose shift with regards to the way it's 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 implemented, and um, it's more of a nurturing um, you know community rather than just a, a hard community. Yeah, definitely for elite athletes, um, you know, there's uh, there's a high level there as well. But uh, to be able to help beginners and kids and that into the um, into the you know the discipline, I think uh, is something that you've actually been able to work towards really well. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a um, it's a. It's a it's a tough space to sort of uh, or it's a tough um, thing to to sort of uh, I guess guide a community with so much variety. Uh, whether it's uh, you know, we have our kids program and they're anywhere from eight years old upwards. Uh, we have an oldies program or sorry mature age program, <laughs> um, and uh, and like our oldest member is eighty six, mm. um, so, and then everyone in between. Yeah, that's tremendous, mate, you know, and yeah, look, you know, certainly uh, as someone in their 70s or 80s, there's always some progress that they can make, you know, so if they've got the mindset of growth, as you said, um, they can continue to be, uh, to be, you know, physically and mentally, um, you know, uh, capable into their older ages and, uh, you know, that's, that's a gift in itself. The body and the mind will respond if you're giving it challenges and um, I think challenges are pretty healthy for us, would you agree? Oh, definitely, uh challenge competition all that stuff it only breeds success um and and progression in that so i, I think uh, as i said before uh, a mentor of mine early on said to me if you're not growing you're dying and and challenges promote growth and, and that sort of stuff so um, it's something that's innately important mm, for sure to be able to mix it up in that too i think is really key and, and that's why i think crossfit's quite quite good you know compared to other disciplines because you're using both sides of the body uh, consistently. You're you're mentally challenged in, in, in many ways. You're actually using both hemispheres of the brain. What are some of the things that you've been able to observe in people that may have had some uh, some dis- disadvantages and, and how they've been able to, you know, uh, improve themselves? What's some of the I suppose the biggest successes you've seen over the journey? Oh man, there's so many. I mean, um, a lot of our crew of I've, uh, I've had two of our um, uh, professional athletes they started with us at 14 and 16 years old and and now um one's a professional crossfitter and the other one she's a cyclist over in abu dhabi she's mm. a professional cyclist over there mm. um so like there are those sort of things but then if you take it back uh we've got uh, two of our longest standing members uh, a husband and wife sort of team their two kids were coming to the gym with them and i was yeah, I mean, nursing mildly in between uh, classes to sort of keep us settled while her mum did the workout. And now they're uh, in the classes mm. um, participating. <laughs> um, so it's it's pretty, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to see that type of transition throughout the years. Um, along with uh, another one, we have a lady, um, Tracy, who um, she uh, has a, uh, she has only to a kneecap, but because of um, the muscles and, and not being able to use, it's it's not as functional as what her kneecap on the other side is. So she has a prosthetic leg, mm. and she comes in every day and is an absolute animal. And 
when you talk to her, it's so interesting on how she views it. Um, she'll come in on a daily basis uh, with you know I mean um, her, um, her her prostate leg, and she there's nothing that she doesn't try. Like she'll try everything. She'll and she talks about her able-bodied friends, and is she, oh, she's so funny. She she really loves it, and, and she just doesn't let it hold her back. There's just no there's no reason why she couldn't do something yes. um, in her mind. Um, so yeah, that's pretty inspirational as well. For sure, mate. You know, there's there's blockages that, that happen to us physically and mentally, and you know, if you can actually like be able to do something which can, um, uh, you know, help you build your capacity, I think that's really important. Um, you know, we we quite often uh, go back to the excuse of something being wrong or the disadvantage we have, but you know, if you can look at the advantage you have and also the um, ability rather than the disability, I think that's where you start to grow rather than decline. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she's a perfect example. Um, she oh, makes us makes us smile, makes us laugh every day, and and inspires so many people around her just through her mindset and and whatnot. Mm. What are what are some of the things that you believe CrossFit are good for? What would be the top three things uh, that you believe are, are the benefits that um the, the, that go along with the, the you know the sport? I think community um, is one. Um, I provided the coach um, uh, wherever you are has that mentoring sort of nature um, and that, that that holistic sort of view, that journey sort of view. Um, so is another one, and um, and then I guess on a, on a on a daily basis, the the small little mental challenges that you can overcome set yourself up um, for life, really. Yes, yeah. You'll find, you know, like I'm from a, a regional community, country community as you are, and, you know, it's my passion out here. And, um, uh, you know, judgment is a big thing uh, in, in regional communities. Like people judge others uh, and what their capabilities are. And that, did you find that that was probably part of the CrossFit, um, you know, regime early on, but it's actually changed now to be more supportive? Oh, I don't think it was ever within CrossFit, it was more. Uh, CrossFit had a stigma attached to it yeah. for a long time. Um, we came into the industry and uh, probably inspired or instigated a lot of change really quickly. Uh, I mean, like Greg Glassman defined fitness for the first time probably in history with um, how he defines it, work capacity over broad time across motor domains. Before that, there had never been a definition for fitness. It had been... Uh, men's health writing a story about Mark Allen the Hawaiian Ironman being the fittest man in the world and uh, CrossFit then got him involved and said okay well, let's have a look across uh, can you, sh- can you um, back squat your own body weight and he couldn't mm-hmm. and it was like can you jump up to a 30 inch box and he couldn't and uh, f- what they sort of were able to um, to define is that you can have someone like Mark Allen that was a tremendously um, fit sort of person with great muscular endurance, but when you're talking about fitness, you need to be able to hit all the components of fitness, and, and that was sort of like, a, I guess, how CrossFit really changed change the game. An indicator. That's right, mate. It's, 
You know, it's very, it's very hard to be a round, well-rounded well, well athlete. You, you have weaknesses in, in various areas, you know. Triathlon was a big thing, you know, uh, and it probably still is in many ways to be able to use those three disciplines. But, um, but yeah, I think CrossFit, you know, if someone is unhealthy, you know, to be able to actually, like, start to make some small changes and progression without sort of, um, you know, rushing it... Um, is probably a great a great way to go or if you've got some fitness you know and you, you may be sort of at a, at, a, at a level where you are quite quite fit um you know you're always going to get these challenges that are new to you and to be able to sort of you know look at working towards them and mastering those new disciplines i think is um there's a great pathway to growth as uh, as what was your coach's name again matt Smith. yeah as matt sort of mentioned you know uh the ability to be able to sort of uh um, you know, continually, uh, to continually grow, I think is really key. And I think that's important as we age and we get older, like to be able to have those little indicators which um, may identify a weakness in some area and then be able to work towards uh, improving that. Yeah, definitely, 100%, man, 100%. So with regards to mental health, uh, have you observed people that may have been struggling, uh, you know, with anxiety, depression, some, some, some challenges, being able to make some changes to their, their mental well-being through uh, what you've been able to uh, teach them with CrossFit? Yeah, definitely, mate. I think uh, um, there's been uh, numerous examples uh, of, of that within, um, within, you can find that in any community. Um, myself personally had a, uh, uh, a long history, not myself, but my mum, um, a long history uh, sort of um, with mental health and um, and she actually lost her battle with mental health th- three years ago mm. um, where she decided to take her own life and mm. um, for me going through the the, the, the ten years earlier um, all the way through and, and then to that point um, was obviously something that uh, that was a bit of a tough uh, a tough time and um, Mm. Obviously, I'm downplaying it a little bit, um, yeah. but uh, but yeah, like it was a it's something that I guess I've chosen to try and find lessons and and try and find um, positive things um, out of a a, a pretty uh, a pretty terrible situation. But um, but yeah, it's uh, look, it's uh, it was a long it was a long uh, ten years that that my mum struggled with it and. Mm. Even during that time, we were able to help so many people inside our community with other um, things. We have a video done around the um, same time that sort of mum got involved in, in the CrossFit with a lady that had lost her husband and she used CrossFit to find her way back. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot about the, the type of exercise, her exercising in general, the mentorship from the coaches, but it was more so about the community and, and being around like-minded people and, and people that, um, yeah, were, were good for, for her and, and her mindset and, yes. and overcoming the, the hurt sort of thing. Yeah, the support, mate. Thanks for sharing that. You know, um, yeah, I suppose there's lots of people listening to this that have been sort of touched by suicide. And, you know, one thing that come to me then know you being in a good physical and mental space uh you know as you would have been around the time it's difficult to comprehend someone that may take those actions you know it's um 
Um, yeah, you know, it's very, it's, it's very, very hard. Like at the time, we had just had our first child, um, uh, so yeah, me and my mum was a, a grandparent for the first time, and um, it was, it's a, it's a pretty serious, it's a pretty serious thing because I could, I could watch, I could watch her um, interact with um, with him on a daily, with, uh, on a daily basis, and then be talking to her um, uh, when she was going through a, a, a low point um, it was so it was such a such a big contrast you know what I mean it was um, yeah, yeah it's it very hard because she was so good with with, with my son and mm. and you could see how much she loved and adored him mm. um, yeah to then like a, a flick of a switch be like bang and, and so yeah it was quite tough yeah mate yeah, look, mate. I, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, geez, it's um, it's a, it's a difficult thing to, to understand and comprehend. And you know, geez, I hope we can do what we can to be able to help uh, educate people and maybe help some people. You know, uh, turn the corner that maybe at that stage themselves to be able to you know find some positivity in their lives and try and stay on track with that. How old was your mum, mate? Uh, mum was. What am I on? Um... Six, so, uh, mum would have been 52. Yeah, pretty young. Uh, yeah, 52. Un- yeah, she, mum was 18 when she had me. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think, oh, look, there's a lot of um, sort of root causes. Um, as I said to you earlier on in the, in the chat, I was blessed to have a very balanced upbringing. My dad is, is very level-headed. Um, uh, he's a scientist, so he always approaches every situation with a sort of scientific mindset. <laughs> whereas my mum was the, uh, she was the, the ball breaker, so to speak. Um, she was an extremely hard woman, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite hard to talk to people that sort of only met her towards the later stages, um, because to everyone she was just this nurturing, caring loving lady and she'd give the shirt off her back for you mm-hmm. um which she was she was always that but for me a uh, a very energetic possibly adhd type child mm-hmm. that had more energy than you could you know i mean know <laughs> what to do with <laughs> yeah. uh, i definitely I, I definitely needed a uh, a harder um sort of um uh, type parenting style and, and she was able to to be that person for myself and my brother so um yeah. Yes, it's quite it's quite contrasting to think that you mean the the thirty years um, prior were I I she was sort of like the rock or she was the the, the very hard parent um, yeah to to think thirty years on um, that's that's sort of where it ended it's um yeah it's quite interesting and, and it's something that uh that obviously I'm very passionate about and um and, and very passionate about trying to to help people um, yeah. so that, yeah, we don't have the same situation. Yeah, agree, mate. You know, I believe, you know, every every human's got the opportunity and ability to be able to thrive. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us have a lot of trauma early in our lives and that sort of, you know, takes, takes control in many ways if we're not aware of it. And, um, you know, your mum's situation... Um, is is not uncommon you know there's so many men and women that um that have probably had a hard upbringing and that comes into their lives and that sort of creates uh, a bit of imbalance and 
you know, also a lot of young people aren't able to, um, to you know, do what they love and to what they, um, what their purpose actually is. You know, sometimes the parenting, um, you know, takes over and they get taken into a different direction and they're not able to live from their heart space. And I just believe if we can help more individuals start to learn how to, you know, find balance in their life and find what really lights them up and what they love, then that will help keep them on track and will start to have better outcomes with regards to mental health, you know. Um, the whole the whole health system in general is really reactive, Sean, you know. I believe we, we need to be giving people incentives to look after themselves, um, you know, rather than, um, uh, you know, take it the other way. So wait until there's a problem, then we'll sort of help them. It's actually like give people incentives to, uh, to you know, join a CrossFit gym. If they can't afford it, help them out to do that sort of stuff, which can help them, you know. I think that's really where we need to start to turn the corner and, now, people like you and I have, have, have had to do it tough over the journey to try and work in this preventative space because it's not really supported. But I think hopefully in the future things will start to change, uh, you know, with a bit of luck for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think everything evolves over time. And um, it, was, it was funny you mentioned something that triggered a, a thought that I had um, when mum was sort of going through the, the worst part of it. Um, everyone, including the professionals that she was seeing at the time were always like, work on you, work on you, focus on you. Like, and it was all about her having to essentially really work on herself and um, almost put aside helping others, but helping others was one of the things that gave her so much purpose and and gave her so much happiness and things like that. And um, again, I mean, like, I think back and go, what is, is there something that I could have done? Is there some way I could have helped or, or things like that? But um, in reality, like I said, everyone was pushing her to to, to work on her or, or, or you mean be her, that um, it almost uh, um, sort much. of, yeah, mm. they were sort of pushing her away from, from doing something that she loved. Yes. Um, and uh, actually had a member come and chat to me the other day because they're going through a really, really hard time and this member wanted to be up front while she was putting her membership on hold and uh, myself and my business partner were in our office and um, the person came in to have a chat to us and very uh, emotional um, at the time and, yeah, sort of from my... I was, I was just sitting there trying to say um, to this person, don't, don't give up everything that makes you happy to work on you because there's must i mean it's not that there's something wrong with you um it's that we just need to find happiness and and find situations where there there's so much positivity and and that um give growth and 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 not the other way yeah that that's it mate see in in general we've been educated to support the economy primarily we haven't actually been educated to be, uh, be um emotionally aware like emotionally intelligent to be able to understand that we're always getting feedback if we're able to identify that feedback and understand it then we can start to work towards alignment more and um you know what what your mum's purpose was was to to live in a hut space by the sounds of it and to give and some of the most beautiful people that i know uh were just like that they were always giving and offering and supportive of others consistently and I believe as humans, that's the way we're meant to operate. You know, we've been sort of separated and become critical and judgmental and comparative. And your mum would have been that on herself, mate. She would have been 
you know, critical of herself and, and judgmental of herself, and that's really self-destructive. But if she's able to do things to help others, those thoughts don't come up, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, um, I would agree with that. At the same time, I feel like for myself, like I'm my biggest critic. Yeah. And at different times, people can um, uh, be very, um, oh, what's the right word, um, very positive about something that I may not, that I may need to improve. And, and like you said about self-awareness, is I'm able to go, okay, cool, this person's trying to help me through kindness, whereas... In that situation, I really need to reflect and, um, uh, you know, improve myself um, through, um, yeah, like you said, feedback, whether it be my own or, or just a consequence of an action or, or whatever it may be. Mm. Mate, I, I'm the same, to be honest with you. I can talk about it till the cows come home, but I'm judging myself, comparing myself to myself every day. You know, it's such a thing I've got to work on. Uh, to be thankful is, uh, is, is key. You know, I, I still train every day with my fitness and I always compare myself to where I was 10 years ago um, and that too. And every day I sort of had these little things coming up, you know, but I've got to learn to, uh, to, to, to let go of that and just actually look at what the actual situation is and the progression that's actually happening in that moment. And that's why now I, I do meditation at the end because that critical mind can actually like stay with me throughout the day. Um, so to be able yeah, to sort of like release and let go at the end uh, is, is a, a big part of my, um, my, my well-being um, program. But um, I, I think, you know, when I was progressing all the time, I was really mentally well and those judgments weren't as active, but now they're, they're, they're still there, you know. So to be able to be aware of them is really, really important. Oh, 100%. That self-awareness is, is so important. It's funny. I, uh, I remember being a 20-year-old in getting into CrossFit and, and whatnot, and everyone saying, oh, you wait till you're 40. You wait till you're 40. And I was always like, oh, man, I'm going to be the fittest 40-year-old 40, 40 40 person you know. And I had all these ideas of what it was going to be like, and now I'm at 40, or, or you know, we'll be there sort of soon, with two kids and the businesses and things like that, and I'm sitting here going, oh, my Lord, where, where are my 20s going? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, mate, it's, it's funny how life, uh, how life progresses and, and moves quickly, and they'll move quickly for you now. You've got kids and that too. But, um, but mate, oh, I guess, you know, like one, one, one thing we need to, to learn as humans is to be thankful and grateful and give ourselves a bit of uh, self, self-support, you know, to what, for what we've actually been able to do and achieve. Um, I think it's really, really important. You know, you've done so much. Um, you know, in your in your twenty or thirty years, you've been, you know, sort of into sport and, and moved out of it. And look at all the people you've been able to help. You know, uh, along the way, and that's 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 the gift of your mum. You know, you get the gift of your mum was a giver. She was a giver. She loved supporting and helping people, and you've got that within you, and that's evidence. So you know, to be able to tap into that every day, I think is going to help you uh, tremendously moving forward. Oh, 100%, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, but with uh, like with what you said before, um, that that uh, that situation that does allow me to do that every day, um, it's it still presents a lot of um, a lot of challenges, I'd say, um, on a, on a daily basis, though. So, um, yeah, it's important to always have uh, have the right mindset going in because not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. 
and you've got to take the good with the bad. Yes, you do, mate. Find that balance and that, that equilibrium uh, in within is, is really key and important, mate. So I've just got... You've got to be proud of yourself for what you've been able to achieve so far, mate. I think the best yet to come. And, um, you know, anyone that's listening, if you're going to be up in central Queensland, how can they track you down, mate? Uh, yeah. Um, so I, uh, I own the, uh, the CrossFit CQ gym in uh, Rockhampton and along with the Green Eat uh, and uh, the One Life Centre as well up here in, um, in CQ on the corner of Cat and Archer Street. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can get... Uh, like any of those pages on Facebook, obviously they're they're very interactive. But then also um, my own Facebook or, or Instagram. Um, try to uh, to lead by example and and uh, and practice what I preach on a daily basis. Yeah, mate, mate, tremendous. You know, and you've got such a such a great gift and and skill now to be able to you know progress you through your forties, fifties, and beyond that. And it's not just about your you know physical. Uh, you know, achievements, it's about what you can actually help bring it to other people's lives and there's going to be so many people that are looking for something moving forward that you can actually help them, I'm, I'm sure of that, you know, mate so, uh, you know, as I said you've got to be, be proud of yourself and, and um, you know, just continue to, to to do what you can to grow and evolve and don't be so hard on yourself I know that's the, that's the challenge moving forward <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, mate, I think we can, uh, we can have more chats about that and try and work on that one together, so Really appreciate it, mate. So, so check out um, CrossFit CQ on Instagram, Facebook, and all that, and get up to Rockhampton and visit Sean and uh, reach out to him. And uh, you know, I'm sure if you uh, are looking for a self-disciplined practice, CrossFit may be uh, just the key that you need to be able to to turn uh, turn your life around. I think it's such a great thing, mate. So really, uh, really grateful for your uh, for joining me and for uh, having a chat to everyone out there throughout regional Australia today, mate. Thanks, Sam. My pleasure. Any time.